right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. Tonight was the last night that you'd be seeing the sun setting at 6 p.m. It's now going to get darker and darker and darker, and then eventually we're going to be setting our clocks back, although there are some places that are now voting to stop it. I don't know if it's going to... I heard we did it here where I live in the Northwest, but I don't know if we did. I mean, it, it just seems that it happens all the time. And yeah, it gets dark. For those of you that don't know, it does get dark earlier in the wintertime uh, because, of course, you know, we get less daylight. So if, if the sun is going to go down and it's probably going to go down around five, you set the clock back, it goes down around four. That's what I don't like. Is that, you know, five's fine. Six is fine. But like I said, tonight is the last night. You saw the sunset go down, went down probably around 6. And it's going to go down a lot later from now on. It's going to be darker and darker and darker. And that's why Halloween is so fun. It's because Halloween happens when everything's get darker in the evening. And, you know, we, we've done a few Halloween shows. But tonight's one of those shows where, yeah, it'll be a Halloween show, but there's some truth to it, a lot of truth to it. Uh, in fact, some news surrounding the story tonight. When I was talking with Mr. Lobo last night, we were talking about all of our horror films we loved. We tried to cover a number of them. And when Dr. Demento was on, I was talking about, you know, the Monster Mash and some of my favorite kind of scary stuff about music from the Devil's inter Interval to other things. And it was fun. We had a lot of fun. It was kind of like one of those fun Halloween shows. But when I talked with Mr. Lobo, there were so many movies that I wanted to cover with him, but we couldn't in an hour. And uh, a lot of people called in, gave their thoughts on some of their favorite movies. But there are a lot of horror movies that I could say I love, uh, especially those that were made in the 50s and the 60s. I, and, I, and I love the 30s. We had uh, Walt call in and said he liked Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein, the movie, the Carl Lemley movies. And yes, yes, the universal monster of Boris Karloff and Elsa Lanchester. I loved the Elsa Lanchester, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein film more than I liked the original Frankenstein film. And, uh, of course, it was more, I mean, with more budget and, and more care, they were able to create a more dramatic um, uh, movie and it's very dramatic towards the end the whole windmill scene and all that it's just you know like I said I'm a I'm a big aficionado when it comes to these B horror film one film though 
and I, and I said this. This was Steve McQueen's first and probably worst film he ever did. It was called The Blob. And I like The Blob because, well, rather than scaring me when I was a kid, it made me laugh, okay? Because you're seeing terrified teenagers running out of a theater just scared to death by what looks like a grape jelly, jello something attacking. They're going through the vents and the doors of the theater, and it just looks like a, a jello. Uh, somebody opened up jello and released it everywhere. And uh, it was also, uh, I guess what drew, drew me to the movie was the idea that it has an extraterrestrial element to it, okay, which, which makes it all the more fun. If you remember the film, if some of you, I mean, if you have seen this film, and many people have, it starts out with two patrolling police officers. They're looking up in the sky, and they, and they see this object falling from the sky. And they follow it, and when the thing hits, explodes, they discover this mysterious glowing ooze hanging off a telephone pole. So they go in for a closer look, and this blob, this goo, space goo or whatever it is, it begins not just to move, but it starts crawling. So the cops call for backup, and they give chase. They follow this blob, this thing, into a field. And, of course, if you saw something like that, something that looked like a, a, a blob kind of, glob thing that's moving through a field you'd be compelled by curiosity and they are and one of the officers reaches out puts his hand into this goo it's a purple like i say it looked like grape jelly puts the hand into the purple goo and the substance falls apart immediately and it just kind of like evaporates and there you have some very confused cops wondering what did i just come upon but then there's a farmer that finds it, and he's not too lucky with it. And not to give anything away, but this this blob is acidic, and uh, it's just, it's a classic. It's a monster movie classic. As I said, Stephen Queen starred in it. This man-eating jelly that falls from space terrorizes a Philadelphia suburb. It was released in, I believe it was 1958. It was released in 1958, and the blob the movie The Blob, was an unlikely hit. There were numerous releases, a sequel, and then in 1988 they made a, a remake of The Blob. It was really well done. And also The Blob, the influence of this film, can be seen in everything from Ghostbusters because of the sliming that goes on in the movie. Uh, you also, uh, there was a movie by my good friend James Gunn called Slither. The Mind Flayer in Stranger Things. Also, when you see Barb all covered in goop and you see the monsters in the upside down, there's always goop and all kinds of other blobbish stuff. So, And it also influenced another favorite cult favorite film of mine, and that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which Chuck Serino was on the show, if you remember. He did the music for, you know, Killer Clowns. So a large part of that lasting legacy can be tied to a uniqueness of the movie's unstoppable, undulating, goopy, gooey monster. I think it's ironic, really, given that the idea was most likely cribbed from a half-remembered headline. What I mean by that is, is the writers that did the blob, believe it or not, 
wrote the blob about a real-life experience where a report of a huge meteor came down from the sky and left behind what was called space jelly. Now, space jelly is something, it's, it's, a, it's a rare phenomenon that happens when you come upon a meteor that has crashed. It's, if it's hit the ground, it leaves behind this very foul-smelling, gooey jelly. And, and, and some scientists ha have called it moon spit. It's, it's, and there's a French word for it and a number of other words for it. But this space jelly happens after a meteor fall. And it's filled with all kinds of sugars and amino acids and, quite frankly, the building blocks for life, which is scary because it can contaminate a planet. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.